You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, FA Nation? John and Pemby here with James Grande. It is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here on Tuesday evening for Wednesday's seven-game main slate starting off at 7.05 Eastern. Currently looking at the DraftKings board because, once again, FanDuel not released their slate for one reason or another. So, James, you and I like playing on DraftKings anyways, but for those listening who do play on FanDuel, uh, a lot of what we're saying, I guess, obviously outside of certain pricing points, the players we like are the players we like, the stacks we like the stacks we like, the matchups we're fading are the matchups we're fading, so they all apply. Did I cover that? I think I did well, right? Yeah, that was pretty, it was smooth too, John. There was no like hiccup there. It was perfect at this point because FanDuel hasn't really given as much of a slate. Anyways, like I said, we got seven games here. So we'll go through this one pretty quick. It's not like the 12 game monster that we had to deal with on Tuesday. Hopefully we don't have any weather concerns. No, looking at some logos on the DraftKings imagery board. I don't see any (laughs) precipitation. Maybe we'll have, but we do have some nice matches, especially at the pitching position, which is where we like to start. Uh, a lot of these things and with the seven game slate sometimes we complain about the you know the pitching player pool this is kind of one of those days but maybe not one of those days because i see otani at 8800 on DraftKings, and i kind of like that i kind of want to just lock that in as my top pitching play here there is mcclanahan but he's 10-2 you got uh, taylor mcgill at 99 you got nathan evaldi against atlanta at 94 you have Cy Young, future Cy Young Award winner, Miles Mikolas at $9,100 <laughs> going up against Baltimore. And then you got Otani at 88 uh, To me, Otani is, is probably the best value, if not the best pitcher on this. So if you subscribe to the notion that uh, Shohei has alternated between good and bad starts, John, yeah, I know you're. Uh, and he's in for a bad one, but I'm not. Gonna, in for I don't believe one. in those things. I don't believe in those. Things. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, the only issue if it is one right is the fact that there's a chance he doesn't pick up a win here now the angels are off and they were the second american league team to 20 wins this year so i'm not saying that they're not gonna beat tampa bay but also tampa's throwing their ace out there so definitely a tough spot i think mcclanahan is in a similar spot i would say mcclanahan's definitely more viable in of the two starters just solely based on consistency we haven't gotten less than 17 and a half fantasy points out of mcclanahan in six starts even when he hasn't gotten five innings so i think mcclanahan right, he had 23 really fantasy points and a loss throwing five innings against minnesota for crying out loud so you know. yeah yep so i definitely agree that otani is too cheap but i still prefer mcclanahan in cash and i, I think otani's probably 50 plus percent owned regardless but like i i guess here's my question to you john i'll, I'll just flip it back on you real quick i think mcgill is great in this spot i'm okay with evaldi mikolas cy young winner all that stuff it's i mean against baltimore too at home i mean would, would you play otani and mcclanahan in the same lineup on this i mean uh, just looking at the just look at the rest of the pitching i mean there's some have. elite strikeout upside there like those guys could both right. get 10 strikeouts right <laughs> and then you're in the driver's seat even though obviously you're giving you're punting a win mm-hmm. potentially but you're punting a win for 20 strikeouts, like right. you just said. Would you? Yeah, I think we've talked about that before. I think it would depend, again, on what we can find when it comes to other value across the board. Spinning up for a pitcher on a smaller slate does sometimes handcuff you a little bit. Using Otani and McClanahan in your lineup that leaves you at $3,800 a player. So we'll certainly be you know punting catcher like we talk about all the time. And 
We'll probably have to find a value infielder or outfield somewhere along the lines, which we can. I'm not saying it's impossible. Right. So I definitely don't hate the idea. Uh, and especially as you pointed out, there's really not, there's not a ton that is overly no. appealing after that. Euriquity just came off a really good start against Detroit. Six shutout innings. No, no real strikeout upside for him though. Even though Minnesota is a team that can strike out. Maybe if you want to go there, but you're going to pin 8,100 when you just find money to play Otani. Like I don't that's kind of how I'm looking at that one. What do you think about, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but Zach, was it Logue, Lush, Lush? How are we going about that last name? He pitched five innings against Minnesota, two earned. Both of them were solo home runs. He had five strikeouts, though, through 90 pitches in that game also, which is kind of encouraging. $7,100, again, Detroit, not great. Lefty pitcher as well here. Maybe, maybe some interest. Yeah, I'll go Logue. Logue? Okay. Final answer, I, like I think. It. He was really bad at AAA. And now, here's the thing, though. He plays in the PCL, right. which is the 100-degree Vegas weather. Yeah, it's, so it's, like, it's Coors Field for the right. AAA. Yeah. So, like, the Pacific Coast League is just, like, offense 24-7. So, like, maybe not fair, but he's 20. Make, makes his debut at 26. I don't hate it. I, I'm also just, I think, a little... A little gunshot? Yeah. And I, maybe I shouldn't be because Detroit's offense is terrible. Or they've been terrible, but we know they have a pretty good idea of... Or pretty good players that have good pass against lefties. Baez, Scope, Robbie Grossman was a monster against lefties last year. So they do have like guys that can hit lefties, but they just haven't this year. Currently, against left-handed pitching, Detroit is 16th in OPS actually 17th in OPS so you're on to something 25% carry you know what I'm talking myself into it John thank you for Zach Logue I think he's probably I don't know if he's the only he, value he was, but he was part of the Matt Chapman trade he was, he was pitching out in the international league for you know, the Toronto AAA team there before before heading out to Oakland it's interesting like he gave up two home runs in his last start right yeah if you go back to through his minor league campaigns he looks like a guy that is giving up a lot of home runs. So maybe that's a little worrisome, but also is it because, again, Detroit, not a team that has been flashing a lot of power. So. That's true. He did give up 20 home runs as, a, as like a senior in college. So, so look at 15 home runs at double and triple A in 21, in mm-hmm. 2021, in, 25, in 24 starts. So almost a, a home run per start. The year before, in 2019, he didn't pitch in 2020. 19 in 18 starts 15 home runs like i feel like he's not shy of allowing a home run ball but i'm just looking for anything no i'm with you no i'm with you i think he is the value like houston's winning a lot i don't think we could play archer or you mentioned doesn't strike a lot of people out he's good i think you can go there but we're really relying upon if he's not going to throw six scoreless like we need which I think he's capable of because his offense can get him uh, a bunch of runs scored. But under Arkady, I don't think there's a clear-cut option. I think you just they're all dart throws. I agree. All right, catcher position, as we discussed, we're, we're going to be looking to uh, spend down here. See how <laughs> there is no, unfortunately, no Narvaez. <laughs> Maybe Yachty at 31 if he plays on the Wednesday game, just because he's 3,100. He's got a hit streak. He's got like a ten-game hit streak going right now. So homered the other day. Two eighty two over his last ten. There are worse catcher plays. So yeah, I think yeah, I'd be willing to play Yadier. I'd be willing to play Tucker Barnhart. And 
that's probably it <laughs> until we get William Contreras in the lineup who all he does is hit home runs when he's in the lineup so yeah that is that is very true that's very true all right let's go to first base there again smaller slate so there's some options here I think we're probably looking at two core stacks on this slate for me at least St. Louis and the Mets so you got Pete Alonso you got Paul Goldschmidt probably the top two guys for me here yeah I think they're definitely in the running for top two spends and i think you're spot on with like your evaluation on who the top stacks are i think those are it's pretty clear cut i will also throw in against brady singer the rangers i know nathaniel Lowe has been terrible but brady singer has been equally bad and then they called him back up so yeah he's gonna get he's gonna get the call here he's just been bad throughout his tenure in the majors like throughout the year so i would be take potentially taking a shot in tournaments on nate low he was he was good in his brief minor league stint down there uh seven innings seven strikeouts one run and two starts so they weren't obviously stretching him up too big too much there but right. you know it's, it's also triple a so take that for what it's worth oh yeah but i like that that's fine we can go against singer they're trash i mean he's trash so I'm with you. Uh, mid-tier, again, smaller slate, so it gets a little ugly. If you're not on the Logue train, maybe they're Miggy at 36. If you think maybe Detroit can get something together there. Your boy Sheldon Noose has a lefty matchup here. Maybe you want to, maybe that draws some interest for you. Maybe. He's slowed down a little bit, but it's a thin position once we kind of get out of the below 4K, so... This may be a Torgelson time if he finds himself in the lineup, but think of it this way. He's basically facing a AAA pitcher, right? True. So talent-wise, is this pitcher better than him? I don't think so. No. Right? No. So, like, maybe. Like... Maybe. Maybe. Look, if the, you want to stack the... I think you don't play him as a one-off. You play him in a stack. You yeah. play him in a full Tiger stack, and that's your exposure to Torgelson. Yeah. So that's kind of where... That was just my brainstorming. With Torkelson, right? Like, he's facing a guy that is a four ERA career AAA guy, and we've talked about right. him giving up home runs. Like, hey, who knows? Maybe we know Torkelson can hit AAA pitching, so, right? Agreed. So, uh, second base. Uh, much better name talent here. Some tough matchups for them, though. You got Altuve at the top, 5,200 against Archer. Not a bad matchup. Edmonds, 51. He's really started to hit the ball extremely well, and mm-hmm. they just moved him to shortstop. So that's something that I think is uh, is interesting. Or, or did I have that wrong? Maybe they're going to play him. Edmund's going to get They're going to keep him at second. Continue to see most of his starts at, with DeJong even getting, even though DeJong has been moved down to play. Okay, yeah. I thought I read something that he was going to play short, but, maybe, but apparently not there. So anyways, he's up to 5,100. Again, these Cardinals are going to be very expensive to stack. It's going to be hard to play a lot, a lot of them. I don't know if Edmund's the guy for you there at the price. But, you know, you got Lau against Otani. Albies against Evaldi. Merrifield gets Alexi. McNeil, I guess, maybe. McNeil against Sanchez, if you're... Or, or Semyon against Singer. Like, maybe we're just throwing some darts at these guys here. I agree with Altuve, and I think Edmund is a contrarian play. I don't know if 5,100 is, like, my favorite spot no, to go. No, definitely not. There's, there's stolen base upside, right, against a righty, so that's something. Albies, obviously, home run upside, stolen base upside as well. Merrifield gets a rookie, but he has been just god-awful all year long. Polanco's been better lately, over 300 average recently. McNeil, I don't hate. He's raking. He's been raking all season long, 337 average. Man, like, 
you you said it about a Rosarena on the pod, John. You're like, when is the power going to come? Hit a home run. Can you spark some life into Marcus Simeon too? Like maybe you just we you need to keep willing these. Yeah, right. Like maybe this is the the, the time for Simeon to to kind of break out of his little little slump there. So yeah, it's possible. It's Scope thirty eight hundred. Yeah, um, had a good day. Had a good day. Uh, double header. I think he went. What is he in the second? He's three for seven today, I think. We are recording Tuesday night. I think he's three for seven in the doubleheader today. So yeah. here's an here's an interesting one. Vidal Braun, right? He got called yeah, up. Yeah, called up. Yeah, he got called up for Margot. So if he's in the lineup, he was in the lineup. He's twenty three hundred second base eligible. So guy that, yeah, I mean, guy that can of, steal. So yeah, one of their top one of the their top prospects. So I'm in. If he plays, I'm definitely in. Yeah, I know it's Otani, right? But I'm just saying, if you, on a slate like this, you just punt, right? Like, all right, there's some potential upside here. Otani probably isn't going to throw a complete game, you know, right? Maybe right. he gets on and seals a bag at 2300 If the very right. least, at the very least, his 2300 salary is allowing you to fit McClanahan and Otani in your lineup. So, yeah. Would you, like, I, I, that's something we haven't talked about. And it's not something that I, like subscribe to and i've seen like random gpp winners that do it would you play a hitter against your yeah yeah it all depends on this i'm not playing like mike trout against otani i don't think of course really i don't think that's the winning strategy unless it's trout homers off of otani and it's the only run he allows like you luck and you luck box into something like that just so lucky if that happens (laughs) right but i do think that it's not terrible to punt a player against your pitcher okay yeah i think that would probably i agree with that statement right there i think that's the only scenario i would do it right punt punt. and it's very slate specific here as well very yes correct 100 spot on so that's just kind of how i'm looking at it that's funny because in hockey you see it every once in a while where a guy will play a forward against like their own goalie because the goalies get points for saves and the forwards get points for shots Right, so you're just like hoping you're like double pointing every time he shoots and the goalie makes the save, and you're just like, don't score, you know, so or stuff like that. So, anyway, so third base position uh, again, Nolan Arenado is 6k. Uh, Devers hit a grand slam tonight, he's 5,800. Bregman is 53 against Archer Riley. So, this is an interesting one for me. I haven't talked a lot about Atlanta, but Evaldi hasn't been going deep into games, and the Red Sox bullpen has been awful. So there is, I definitely have a little bit of interest in Atlanta. If you can swallow the fact that maybe for four innings, they're putting up goose eggs, right? There's a chance that they don't do much for a couple innings and you're just banking on, you know, getting Jake Dykeman in the game and you score some runs on him or something like that. So, but you do get Riley against a righty and a righty that likes to throw fastballs. So maybe there's something to that for our guy here. Don't hate on Jake Dykeman. My fantasy team has loved having him. Uh... (laughs) couple seasonal teams with them you also i think we have to factor in atlanta if that's the like route we have to go atlanta has not been very good offensively late last two weeks they're 19th in ops so oh man it's not like the most comfortable feeling basically like throwing away maybe two at bats three at bats so i think you're either going in on riley and the braves thinking that they can get to Avaldi and the bullpen or you're fading them or just playing 
some Braves as one-offs. And I think Riley could be a one-off for sure. Yep. We talked Matt Stack, Escobar against Sanchez. Yep. Bobby went up to $3,900. He did finally homer. It wasn't a slate that we played him on. We said it was an eventually no. going to happen. He did steal a base the other night. You can do it if you want. It's not, again, he is very talented. Once he figures out this league, like I feel like there's going to there's gonna be a lot of fantasy value here. It's something to look at. Let's see. Anybody else for you sticking out at the position? Uh, I'm trying to look right now. Wasn't Candelario good against lefties last year? Yes. So maybe Candelario to, to fill out a Tiger stack. Yeah, he was but actually, last year he was pretty even. Seven, 750 OPS, seven, 270 batting average against lefties. 270 batting average, 812 OPS against righties. So he was pretty neutral, which is fine. Okay. Right? Not the worst. Right. So let's see. Anybody else for you? Brad Miller, cheap home run. But again, very he's slumping miserably. Yep. So. yep, I agree with you. Kevin Smith, same sort of deal there. Just you know, cheap guy gets a lefty uh, matchup against somebody that isn't uh, overly overpowering. So, uh, shortstop, Wander, Xander, but I think we're probably honing in on either Seager or Lindor here. And maybe bots the left. Yes. And probably, honestly, Jeremy Pena against Archer, too. Not really scared off by Archer. Pena's hitting a lot of home runs. Yeah. Just surprising, I think. They got rid of Correa for a reason. They did. But again, it drops off, like, big time after that. We always talk about Jorge Mateo. Two stolen bases in the last three games. He actually has gotten in five straight. So, I know Yachty's back there, and Mikolas has been really good. But, you know, who knows? He, He looks like he's willing to run. So... 100% 100% agree. That's probably it. Somebody else entering the lineup, maybe even D. Strange Gordon, who was just recently uh, activated off the COVID list. Got hits the in the last two games that he's actually been active for. The Cardinals are starting Brendan Donovan. That is their starting shortstop. Okay. Looking up the the AAA, he hit 298 with a 788 OPS at AAA before the call-up. Okay. So if he starts again, there's not a lot of... 2021, he had 19 stolen bases and 12 home runs. So last year. But he played at every, he played at A+, AA, and AAA all last year. So maybe... It, maybe Is he like even in the player pool? I assume he is. He's $2,300 at second, second and third. Base, He's yeah. not even a shortstop. Second and third. So just right. throwing that out there. He's starting a shortstop for the cards tonight. Outfield, you have Jordan against Archer. I think we're going to be big fans of that play. Adolis gets Singer. I don't mind Soto against McGill, even though McGill's been really good. We haven't talked a lot of Boston. Anderson's okay. He hasn't. He's not a lights-out pitcher by any stretch. We talked Mets. I think Nimmo, for short, is going to be a really good play. He's expensive, but like he's in there. Tucker, 46. So a lot of the usual suspects, I think, here in this 45 and above range is what we're going to be looking at yeah i agree with pretty much everyone you mentioned and then below that like grossman hit lefties extremely well mm-hmm. just to pile on to the uh, pile on to the detroit love for this slate yeah. tyler o'neill someone that you are very highly you think very highly of i think i'm going to call him for today right <laughs> i think you did home run call him for today so we'll see how that goes he is not homered can confirm, but regardless, we know he has serious power, serious speed. He gets a righty, uh, an exploitable righty at that, too. Probably interested in Loriano against uh, Wentz from the left side, yeah. too. Yeah. He hit lefties extremely well last year. How much that was steroidated? We'll find out, but... That's... Yeah, find out at 10 o'clock. 
We'll find out for sure. And I'm trying to think. We, we're stacking against Archer, so if McCormick's there, that's fine. Yep. We do go at 36 we like. Bader's been leading off. Do you like Bader? I know it's not a lefty, but Bader's been pretty good. Yeah, he's been fine. I, look, I think the Cardinals are in play. Juan Yapez is probably the best value, once again, on the slate right. for some reason. Still just 3K. Hit, John, he's hitting fourth. And guess yeah. what? One for one tonight already. Yeah, so, like, Multi-hit just... games in four of the five that he's played. He's obviously going to come back to earth, but like they're just handing him to mm -hmm. us for free. Right. I like it. That's a good call for sure. But that probably wraps it for me. Unless somebody pops, obviously. I want to play Royals, but like, I don't think we can. Like I, I was looking at Alexi's numbers in the minors, and they just weren't great. Yeah. And I just... I want to play Royals, but, like, where do we go? You pay up a catcher. You, you have play to, Salvi. You have to play Salvi, so you have to pay up a catcher. So, yeah, so this is, you could play Salvi, but, like, Benintendi, 47, maybe. Yeah, you, you play Wit, obviously. You play Wit, not Merrifield, Bobby. Bobby Wit, yeah. Distinct difference there, John, between yeah, the two. It's true, it's true. But, like, you don't go over Dozier. <laughs> yeah, I just the matchup is so good. You just wish you could. I'm just like looking at these cheap Royals in the outfield too. O'Hearn, Taylor, it's, can't play it. Yeah, they're all trash. So, uh, <laughs> home run call. Who's homering? Home run call. Should just go Salvi. What do you got? Do you have one? Yeah. All right, I will go. Brady Singer is gonna give serve one up here for sure. Who's gonna go yard? I'll go Adolis Garcia. Don't love the price on DraftKings, but like yeah, fifty two is high for a guy hitting. Yeah, he's just he's just gonna hit a home run. Brady Singer stinks. He's gonna hit a home run. Alrighty, so that wraps it up. If you know have any questions, you can get James and I on Discord. We're also available on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, you should be on Twitter. Give us a follow. We'll be there to answer any questions you guys have as well. But for now, we'll catch you all later.